You're listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. The show about everything and nothing. Now, I'd like to introduce two guys that need no introduction. Because you won't know them or remember them. Here they are. Jack Ace and Schwimey. Hey, we're recording a new episode. Welcome to So Let Me Ask You This podcast. My name is Schweiny. No, delete that. No. Yes, let's. we got to pour the ice and get another drink nope. going here. Nope, here we go. Oh, God. So if you were with us for the last episode, you know we were doing a flight of four bourbons. We did the first two. We're on to bourbon number three, which is still Austin, straight bourbon whiskey. This one comes in at 98.4%. Proof, or for those of you that don't want to do math, it's 49.2% alcohol by volume. So that uh, that's almost 50%. Almost. So uh, let's... Uh, uh, you, you haven't given me any ice yet. Uh, sorry, let me, for yourself. let me pass you the ice so we can get this I'm afraid that everybody who was listening to the previous episode, which was Barrel Full of Geese, that if you hear us talk immediately starting to talk about this, that they're going to just walk away. No. Uh, hopefully, they're uh, in the process of getting themselves a delicious uh, beverage so that they can join in the discussion as we uh, travel down the road. No, I don't, fueled I don't think by they want to do uh, two episodes in a row of this. We I'm not talking about bourbon in this episode. Oh, okay. You can. You might. What if these are really good? Well, we'll <laughs> talk about the bourbon itself, but we're not going to talk about the process of making bourbon or what it takes to be oh, a bourbon. Okay. So, did you talk about this? I just did, yeah. Still Austin. It's a um, it's a uh, Texas bourbon. Delicious. Uh, I've had this one a couple times. I've, I've found no issue with it. Um, a little pricier than you know than I want to spend on you know for a daily drinker, but I have a bottle of it and it's enjoyable. Schlante. So, Schlante. Enjoy. Oh, that's better than the last one for sure. Yeah, little. Um, Still not as good as the first one. No, but your taste—you taste different the, though. You taste the burn. There's a little, a little bit, bit of a depth, more depth to this yeah. one. Yeah, uh, very good bourbon though. Yeah, it's you know, good. It's not. Uh, it's smooth. Yeah. For, for the. It's the not proof? as smo- I don't think it's smooth as this. What's what's the the proof on that one? This one is ninety six. And what is this? That one's uh, eighty. Let me pass the ball. I think it's eighty five. Uh, eighty six. Eighty six. So we're ten. Ten points higher on this one. I still like this one better, but that is very good. Well, the difference is this is a so this is a, how, how long is that aged? Uh, I don't know if it says. Let's see. This is 100 percent Texas hmm. uh, grown grain. Let's see. Blah 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 blah. It's straight bourbon whiskey, more more than uh, Texas grown corn, rye, malted barley, distilled and aged in oak barrel. Of course it is, because it has to be. Dumbass! Don't tell me what I what I already know. Tell me how long. Oh, aged at least two years. That is a cop out. <laughs> you know. So is it four? Is it six? Is it ten? It's at least two. It's at least two. Well, it has to be at least two. All right. Let's see. So then, so that would tell me there's not consistency in their process. Yeah, but it's it's a good product. If you have an opportunity to sample that bourbon, I would say do it. I agree. That's uh, a bad product. Um, I I recommend it. I don't know that, like, when I'm out buying bourbon, 
I don't know that I necessarily gravitate mm-hmm. towards that. How much know? is it? It's not cheap. Uh, you know, I would say it's uh, similar to the rabbit hole. It's uh, like a D. De- like this is just a three seven five, right? Is it? Uh, it's a small bottle, so I think. This, is that a three seven five? I think so. Yeah. What is this? This is not a seven fifty, is it? That's a point seven five. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this one, I think, was like forty bucks for a small bottle. So not not cheap. No. Yeah. Why'd you buy it? Huh? Why'd you buy it? Why? Because I I had never tried it. Okay. And I wasn't. I didn't want to, you know. So they had it available on smaller. Small bottles. So you bought the small. Bought the smaller bottles just. So to you figure you figure seven fifty is eighty dollars. Probably close to it. Yeah, I don't know if that's worth it. No, it's not. And but that's the that's the reason. What why was this? How much was this one? Sixty. The black hole. Yeah. Rabbit hole. Black black the rabbits. Rabbit hole. Uh, no. So they got they've got the rabbit hole has they have red label. This was sixty. Green level. And yeah, it was the most expensive out of it. So I thought it was the best. Mm. I mean, you you think okay. that it was the best because it was the the All most right. expensive. Anyways, let's not get on. Were you ever in a fight? Me? Yeah. yeah. You ever been in a fight? Fist fight? Back when I was a kid, yeah. A fist fight? Like yeah. how old? I would say I haven't been in a fist fight since probably middle school. You know. Okay. Do we get punched in the face? I've been punched in the face. Yeah. How'd it feel? How many people do you think have been punched? Not out of the percentage of a population. How many people do you think have never been punched in the face? I would say probably a majority of millennials have never been punched in the face. I would say a majority of people have never been punched in the face. I, I don't know. I think our generation was scrappy. But punched in the face? Yeah. Like like a real fu- Like I'm talking like after gra- after middle school. Because you know those fights in middle school. It would start a lot of pushing, a lot of shoving, and then you like wrestle no, until you're both tired. At our high school, there were a lot of fights. I feel like, you know. Really? But but was it a lot of punching or was it more wrestling, like trying to get a guy on the ground? And I, I'm not talking like boxing. I mean, like, like I think there's a trend today where there's more grappling in a fight. Yeah, there, I, I think, think that's that always was, the way it is. Because nobody knows how to fight. I think back everybody. In the day, I think back in the day, people were throwing fists. No, you don't. No, if you know how to fight, you're not throwing your fist at a head because well, it it breaks your hand. Well, I think a lot of people. That's movies. They don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they really understand. You know the areas that. They well, that's what I'm fighting. saying. Like, because I see all these fights where they're punching people in the back of the head. And I'm like, like, what are you, what are you doing? doing? No, it's not going to do anything. You're not. You're not doing anything. But, but thankfully, right? Because yeah. they're usually yeah. savage. So if they were really knew what they were doing, you so could kill somebody. There is a. Um, there is a subreddit called Fight Porn, and it's just videos of people fighting, and it is pretty brutal at times. Like. But I'm I'm gonna talk about other people. I'm gonna I talk know. about us. Oh well, because we've I think we've talked about yeah that subreddit actually have we? But let's talk about fights we've been in. Okay, because then we can really speak because they they can be violent. You realize I drink to forget. Well, yeah. I, I, well, we're well aware. It's of that. just a it's a it's a uh, side benefit. I, I don't know that that's the purpose while I drink. I drink because well, I like you, it. I don't know what you're saying. Are you saying you 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 drink to fight or you fight when you drink? What are you saying? I've never. I've I'm been saying, with you plenty times when you've been very drunk and you don't I, fight. I I would classify you. I drink more. to forget and it works, but I guess I do say that I drink to forget. I'm not drinking to. Well, it's not. Yeah, the, it's you, not the you main. You say reason. that all the yeah. time. That's like a tagline. Yeah. It's a mantra for you. Yeah. It's a side benefit. So I don't remember really very much. You don't remember fighting? I know. I remember fighting. I did. I remember. So what do you mean? I don't understand what you're saying. How does the alcohol play a role here? Because I don't really. Remember you don't remember about the fighting? I don't remember much about it. I remember maybe who it was. It was middle school. Yeah, it's a long damn time ago. Do you know that there's not a cell in my body? 
today. That's that still was, alive. That was there. That's right. Every seven years. Yeah. You, your whole body. You're brand freaking new. Every seven. Well, uh, not really. You're seven years old. You're always about seven years old. But, you know, your cells might be a little bit more damaged. Do you think everybody knows that? Does everybody know I that know. every seven... So the theory, or the scientific fact, supposedly... Let me, let me break it down for you. You break it down. Okay. Go ahead. You go. Three, if you're... If two, you're, one, go. If you're holding on to something from your past that is really bugging you down, yeah. let that shit go. You know why? You are physically a different person today. You are not the same fucking person. Why are you holding yourself today responsible for some shit that a completely different body did seven over seven years ago? Don't do it. Forgive yourself. Move on. Love Shouldn't yourself. you explain what we're talking about first? I have no year. idea. Okay, so every seven years... So your your cells die and they yes. regenerate. Yes. Every seven years, supposedly, yes. is the rhythm of that. Right. So every seven years, well, all your body, every cell. every cell in your body has been replaced yes. every seven years. It is the the youngest, the oldest cell in your body is seven years old. Yep. Every year. Yep. Cells only live that long. Yep. And so those cells, they're regenerating. So, but some cells, some cells had to. So live eight years less. ago. I was a different there, person. There, today, there is not a single cell in your body that was there eight years ago. But people are holding themselves accountable for stuff that happened a long time ago. What I'm trying to say is, you're a new person. Give yourself give yourself a, a chance to be a new person. Hey, here's something else I'll say. Right? The human body's amazing. I got some, so I used to tell my softball team this. I used to coach softball. Didn't I tell you that? Mm. Yeah. So, I think you mentioned it. You know... Growing up, people would say, oh, you know, sports builds character. I said, bullshit. Sports doesn't build character. It reveals character. Ooh. Yes, indeed. A, yes, indeed. That is a hot sports opinion. But here's the thing. But when you reveal character, can't you hone that character and make it better? Absolutely. And that's what I would tell my so team. I was like, so listen. So listen. Here's the thing about softball. There's probably 200, between 200 and 300 opportunities in one game for you to display your character. Don't let what happens in the first inning define you for the rest of the game you have a myriad of opportunities to turn things around show people who you are lift yourself up do better on the next play so you know what i'm saying reveal reveal who you are you're a competitor you're you're strong you're able to overcome adversity and you know and i would you know try and give that little speech right before the game and they they would be like yes yes hey coach that's all great, yeah, my character. Can we get helmet stickers? Are we having a snack? <laughs> I'd like some orange juice now. No. Can I get some orange juice, Coach? So I didn't give this speech coach. to that age. These, coach. These were all high school age, you know, really high competitors. Can I get some gummy bears? What's for snack? Look at this dandelion <laughs> I found. It's so pretty. Yeah, I, I went through that. I went through that. Yep. <laughs> Like herding cats. Well, get back here, girls. Let's talk about character. Yeah, no, no, I didn't. I didn't waste my words at that age. No. Like, all right, you know what to do. Go out there and do it. Susie farted. Susie, <laughs> go see your mom. Tell her you need to use the restroom. All right. Yeah, it was fun. Coach, look at my ladybug. Here, let me tell you something. So, when I was coaching. Um, I was coaching Mahi and her team. And she was a really good player, right? And the thing about it was when I was coaching, I never had to worry about her, right? She always had her head in the game. She knew what she was doing. And what I realized is when I stopped coaching and actually went to watch her play, 
I was able to focus on her, and I realized I had missed so much of her ability and you know her playing time because I was I didn't have to worry about her, so I didn't focus on her. I focused on the kids that needed coaching. It's like, hey, wake up, stop playing with the grass, you know. Focus. They're pitching. Watch, watch the pitcher, you know, or whatever it was, you know. I never had to do that for Coach my. Coach is so mean. Yeah, I was a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. If uh, well, I don't think any of them listen. But if uh, if I was your coach, uh, I apologize. For I would love. So I met kids that I coached. Yeah. Later on in life, so I to- I coached kids from um, about okay from the uh, what grade? about seven years old until they graduated from grammar school. Yeah. And I pretty much had the the same core kids right. the whole time, so it was great. That is great. And we, and we were. Do you have a nickname? I just Did I coach. have a nickname? Yeah, like they no, call me. Coach. They call me Coach M Dog. Yeah, <laughs> M Dog. They probably M was probably a play that he was moron. Yeah, pretty much. M Dog. Militant. Yeah. I think it was militant. <laughs> what up? What up, Coach M Dog? <laughs> it, it was moron. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. But those kids were great. So I was in a restaurant. Let's talk about this bourbon. Yeah, I was in. A, no, we already talked about the bourbon. Um. I was in a restaurant, and two of my ex-players were working there, just as like busboys, waiters, or some shit. Yeah. Did you start coaching them up? No, I didn't recognize them because they had gotten so old. It was like four years later. They went from you know, last time I saw them, they were eighth grade. Now they're graduating high school. Yeah. And um, isn't that cool? It was very cool. And they came up to me. The coolest part was they came up to me and they sat there and they were so excited to see me. That's awesome. Yeah. These high school kids that you know just like. And we sat there and we talked for about 40 minutes. They had to keep, like, they would go and come back because they had, like, shit they had to do. But it was great to you see You know what's them. sad? And you know what's sad? What? Is that, you know, when you think about the way we teach, you know, we, we treat teachers in this country. I mean, they, that is kind of what they do, right? They coach young kids through life, getting them prepared to move up and move out and move on. And yet we don't, we don't really take care of them and appreciate them for you know the, their daily struggles and what they do well we, we we put a lot of emphasis a lot of um, our, our, our money behind nonsense yeah Hollywood yeah sports yeah like nothing that it really I mean it's entertainment it doesn't don't it take doesn't, this the wrong way and here we are talking politics but no I'm not talking def- politics that's the, not politics defense I mean, I, th- I think we put too much money in defense. I international think. defense? Yeah. It's just another way to launder money. Yeah, I agree. So that, yeah, anything involved in the government is just but taking money thing. and launder. I'm just talking about... more money at education, let's say you doubled the budget. It's uh, not going to go to the teachers. It's no, just not. You don't, that's, it's why you, go, that's why you go to private schools. It's just you're not going to... Don't let the government run the, the schools. Where the money needs to go, it will not get there. And, that's, and to me, that's kind of sad because... Um, Teachers, you know, it's a, it's a. Um, uh, we're it's not going to go. A, we can't go here because it well, always no, devolves into politics. Well, and, it's and not. I, I it's understand what you're saying. So, so it I can want, be. I wanted to just piggyback on what you were saying. You had an impact on these young lives. I didn't say that. Yes. I, I said they no, had an impact. You, I actually dude, said they had an impact on me. Dude, take a little credit. You had an impact. They had on an impact these on young me. Lives. I hope so. Well, I, I can't say I didn't. If you did not, they would not have come up. And sat down with you. They would have said, "Fuck that asshole. I'm not talking to him. He's a dick." Okay, you that's know? fair. That's a fair point. So, that's cool. And and 
not all of us get to experience that. You and I have been very fortunate to experience that, but I feel like it gives. Do you think us we were fortunate to experience that, or did absolutely. we, cre- or did we create that fortune? Absolutely, we created it, but it's still a blessing, and it's still a fortune. Yes, that we don't. It's not monetary, but boy, is it fulfilling. You certainly so. There, I mean, we can talk about that too. You create the fortunes in your life, mm-hmm. right? Not everything and we has focus to, too much on money. Not everything. Well, not everything is monetary, and not everything is given, right? Sometimes, those incredible things in life, you have to go out and get them. Of you course, have, you have to volunteer. You have to do those things. And you, you always have to go out and get them. Oh yeah. Well, not always. Ninety-eight percent of the time, you have to go and get them. Uh, so I was gonna. Uh, I saw this video this week about uh, privilege. And that's kind of a hot topic with me because I don't... Listen, is there such thing as privilege? Sure there is. But it is so nuanced, you know? So if you if you want to talk about white privilege, are you going to nuance white privilege? Because, you know, not everybody who's white has the same privilege, right? And, and the same can be said for people of color. You know, they're not... Not everyone... That is a person of color is as disadvantaged. I think privileged is an overused term. I do too. I think because I don't agree with it. I'm not saying there's white privilege. I'm not even talking about. It. I think privilege, the word itself, like white. What is white privilege? Having money, right? Being so. I will say that there is certainly a systemic privilege, right? So why? Because there saying? is. Okay, oh, let's hear it. Why? What is the systemic privilege? So I will say that. Uh, you know, your skin color certainly gets you better advantages in certain. Uh, all right, I'm not, the, where you're going is going to get political. I don't want to go there. It's it's not. It's going to go. It's going to get racial. I'm not talking fact. about that. I'm, I'm what I'm saying get, is, I think we value the wrong but it's, things. It's not just. A I think skin we value color. the wrong it's things. It's not just skin color. People that are attractive get more opportunities than people who are not. People who are thin and in shape get more opportunities okay. than those who are I'm, not. You're, I, I'm you're, just saying. It's a I fact. Understand what, I know. I'm not talking but, about that. I'm saying privilege as a word is not used properly. I and mean, here's what I mean by that. I think in today's society, privilege means you get special treatment. Right? That's what essentially what it means. Yeah, That's I not what I'm going to say. I would say to you, it was a privilege to me to one coach those kids yes. it was a privilege yes because i got more out of it probably than they did could be and just the feeling of when i meet them now and they're all such good kids and they come back and they respected me and they talk about the positive impact that i had on them i can't there's no better feeling in the world than right. that because you bust your ass if you're right. a good coach you bust your ass to to do the best you can for these kids and teach them life lessons not just baseball but life lessons don't you interrupt me I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on, speak just hold hang on just hold on to your thought hang on to your thought let me finish my thought so I think that to me is a privilege it, it, and it's not white privilege it's a privilege but I think that now white privilege has come to mean uh, financial um, it's because it has a negative connotation of course but, it, but, but here's the thing I think it's used wrong here's the thing the reason that you feel privileged for having the opportunity to go and you know to coach those kids is because you went out and you sought having that experience. That's not true. It is true. If you did not, if you so did not. So let me go, tell you how it happened. Let me tell you how I became a coach. So my my point is, you didn't have to say yes. You did not have to coach these kids. I didn't say yes. My point is. <laughs> 
Okay. You're, you're missing my point. You're, you're, so no, my point, your point, uh, hang on, I know your point. Your point is I pursued it. A lot of times, a privilege that you enjoy is something that you, that you pursued, worked for. Yes. that you worked for. It's not, okay, I it's did not do that. always given, you're right. is my point. No, no, no. It never, yeah, okay. My experience growing up the way I did, nothing was given to me. Right. I, I didn't so, come from anything. I, I came from humble beginnings. That's my point, though. I'm still Privilege humble. Privilege is I'm nuanced. Still, I'm at hum, humble endings now. From, from, <laughs> from, its, from its foundation, you know, but there, are, there are certain things that are given, and there, there are certain things that are sought, right? Um, there are also... What? Oh, eyes. Um, there are also, you know, like... These, this, what I was, these were hand signals? You're not supposed to acknowledge them verbally. Oh. <laughs> I, didn't understand what the hell, I'm I think you have main engine ignition. Mm, I'm doing pretty good. You may be getting a blast off. I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. I don't know. I can't. I'm just gonna apologize now for anything I say after after bourbon number four, which we are about to enjoy. We're about to ingest. Yep. Yeah, give me a glass. Keep talking. Hold on. Let Talk me, about your privilege. Let me get rid of three. Um, so what my point is that privilege Sorry. is nuanced, right? Like. Uh, all white people do not experience the same level of privilege, right? Some yeah. folks have to struggle and fight and claw for everything that they have, whether it's economic, whether it's well, white physical. I think, that, I think that's any race. And my, that's why my point that the whole argument of About privilege, white, white privilege is flawed because you, I agree. you are categorizing all white people well, into anytime, one bucket. Anytime you stereotype a group of people, you're wrong. Yeah. Anytime. This is true. I'm going to use the shot glass because I really don't want to have more than whatever I whatever I need to participate in this flight. All right, so talk about this one. What is this? This is this Smoke is Wagon. Smoke Wagon. Now, Smoke Wagon is a little... I love the name, first of all. Yeah, it's a, it's a good bourbon. It's uh, distilled in Las Vegas. Very difficult to find. This is the small batch, straight bourbon whiskey. And it is um, straight up 100 proof. Ironically, when I describe you to other people, yeah. I describe you as my smoke wagon. Is that right? What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. What? What? I'm just going to leave it there. Smoke wagon. Yeah, my, uh, my, my buddy. Broadcast partner. He's a smoke wagon. He is a smoke wagon. What the? F- I don't know. It sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds I'd nice. like to be somebody's smoke wagon. I don't know. <laughs> It's Here very go. similar to I'm Jack, going in. Jack Wagon. Mm. What do you think? This one's pretty smooth. But it's smooth, but it does not have the depth of the IW Harper. It doesn't. And that's my big complaint on this. Yeah. Right? It's a hundred proof. It's not a cheap bottle. It's about eighty it's bucks. It's a beautiful bottle. It's beautiful. But when you It's not it doesn't have you, the depth I thought it would have. It's like where is the flavor. I'm Where, going. I, I yeah. W Harper, man. Yeah, all day. The yep. first one we had yep. last episode. That's my big. That's my big complaint with Smug Wagon. Is it just is not distinguishable? I I would like to have done this in a different order. Yeah, I would have liked to have done this first, that second, that third, and this one fourth. Maybe that doesn't help the audience, but almost the opposite order of. What so we what did. you said is rabbit hole first. No, then I can't remember. Then what'd you say second? Rabbit hole. Still Austin. Smoke wagon, Smoke wagon, and, and IW, IW Harper. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that progression of from worse to better. Sometimes your order, I understand why you say that. Sometimes your I, order is important. I'm get, I'm going to do a fifth with the IW Harper again to see now where it fits. Yeah. 
I'm going to see does it. I I think I've had plenty. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. not the professional I am. Yeah. I am a professional. I know when to say when. Okay. So, cheers. I need. I know when to say Lovely fill her up. Lovely listeners. Fill her up. Fill her up. Okay, back to coaching. So, if this is This is fr- good. I'm glad we, we, we touched on the coaching topic. I can't believe we haven't done that already. Dude, I find myself coaching. And, like... It was one of the most fulfilling times of my life, but I always like look back on it and go, I could have done better. Me too. I could have I could have yeah. studied more. That, that I mean, I listen, I my my I was a baseball coach. My pinnacle of my baseball career, I think was fifth grade. I know business coaching. Yeah. But I went out to a, the first team meeting for my son's team, who was seven. He was gonna play baseball. Went out for the first team meeting. The coach was there, nice guy. And he was like, uh, anybody want to help me coach? And everybody just stood there and I went, okay, I'll help you coach. Yeah, yeah I'll do it. Hand so I had no plans on yeah. doing that. And it was a burden in the beginning because of the way my job was, uh, my professional career at the time, it made it a little challenging. Sure. And then eventually, he took his son was very good. So eventually, he took his son and went, you know, did a travel team or some shit. So he left. So then I am stuck with the team. It was like, he did it for a year, and I took it over. Bastard. I was like, Brian's a good guy. He actually came back later on. Okay. And I like Brian. He was a great guy. But, but and we had a group of, I want to say about six kids who we kept, and then there were like the three that three to five that would rotate. Yeah. And, but we had that group, that core group of six kids that grew up together, and they, and, and they and their parents were just great. And yeah. they, it was a great team. They supported each other. Yeah. Um, the, the most important thing to me to teach them when I was and I would tell I would have meetings before the season would kick off with the parents because you have some parents who do think that their kids are major league baseball quality yeah and I would tell them if you think your kid is major league baseball quality you're, you're you need wasting to get, your time here you need to get them off this team immediately because I am not a major league baseball coach mm-hmm. and I cannot help them advance what I can do is teach them the fundamentals of the game teach them how to be good teammates yep. and teach them how to be good citizens. Yep. That's my goal. I agree. And I, I think that uh, mirrors my philosophy as well. The thing that I found really interesting, right? So I started with uh, my daughter's team when they were pretty young. They were in elementary school. And and pretty much, you know, it was, there was the progression from T-ball to modified T-ball uh, to coach pitch, to modified mm-hmm. coach pitch, to I was the know. best pitcher on the team. I could strike my kids out every time. <laughs> I bet you could. I had I had another coach that used to sit at third base, and as I would strike kids out, he would just keep like ringing up the numbers. <laughs> Here's the uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. Here's the thing that shout I, out to Joel. He was a good dude. <laughs> my experience uh, certainly showed me as a coach, right? Is that during that young those young years, there are certain kids that have talent. Oh yeah, athletic talent, but you got to be careful with those kids because they never evolve. Well, that's the that's what I was going to say because they're they're the advanced. Kids, the from kids a that work hard, standpoint. that would work hard would at their craft, them. no would, problem, and and absolutely, that talent will only get you so far. That's right. That the kids that wanted to work at it and be better, they would they would totally eclipse their ability, and then the the, the kids with talent, you know, they still had the swagger. But it was misplaced, and I was like, mm-hmm. and I would have to pull him aside and say, "Listen, you're right. you know what your problem is is that you're not working. You stopped working. Yeah, you're not working at what what you yeah. need to do. Yeah. And there, you know, I remember there was a couple kids that, like, at an early age, could throw well, you know, and and catch good enough. Yeah. And then, you know, five six years later, 
There are kids that were not as good as them on the same team that have now surpassed them, and they can't understand why they're they're not in the starting lineup. And I was like, you know what? Your problem is you can't catch. Yeah. Like, I can catch. I was like, no, you can't. You can't catch, and I can prove it to you. Let's go out behind the dugout right now. And I would throw them a ball, and they'd sidestep it. And I was like, that's your problem, mm-hmm. is you've never worked on. Like, when you were a kid, you were really good for that age. Mm-hmm. I was like, and you have not worked at it. That's right. I was like, you need to get your mom and dad to take you outside and play catch. I was like, I know that's hard for you to hear, but if you want to get into the starting lineup, I've got to rely on you to be able to catch the ball when the ball is thrown to you. And I can't I can't rely on you for that right now. So I had a kid. He was, hard lesson. Yeah, it is a hard lesson. I had yeah. a kid who was really good. He was my catcher. Really good. Mm-hmm. And But he would not practice catching. He loved to he loved batting practice and he was a hell of a hitter. Mm-hmm. And he could catch, but he wouldn't practice it. And at a young age, catching is not easy in baseball. No. Because when there's a batter in front of you swinging, it is hard not to flinch. Especially like as the game progresses, right? When when it, when it goes, turns to kid pitch, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. action is the, the pitcher. Is the catcher, catcher. yes. Yeah. If you have a bad catcher, everybody's going to score. Yeah. Because it's going to be always a wild pitch. Yep. And and they're just gonna it's gonna be ring around the rosy. Well, other also because, you know, when it turns to kid pitch, kids are not hitting as well anymore because right. the coach was throwing in meatballs. That's right. And now kids are trying to strike That's them right. out. Right. And they're plunking batters. That's and right. They're a little bit that you want to step out on every pitch. That's right. Yeah. So hang on, let me finish my story. No, I'm just saying. That right. So the catching thing is it's a big deal it, for little big. kids when especially when there is kid pitch. Yep. It's a big deal. Yep. So this this catcher was great, but he would never practice catching. I couldn't get him to practice catching. So I'm, I, I'm at, when you're coaching baseball, as you know, like when your team is batting, a lot of times you're on, uh, you're a base coach, right? Mm-hmm. You're at first or third base. Yep. So I'm at first base one time and the other, and you talk to the opposing coaches because we're all just like clowns out there, you know, yeah. just trying to get through the day. Yeah, for sure. It's fucking hundred degrees. We're playing baseball. There's the, the others, you know, that there's some that are taken way too seriously. Yo, yeah, I'll tell you like, about, I'll tell you about a fight I got into a guy oh with once, a coach of the game. It was ugly. There. I never got in a fight, but I, well, I'll tell you about the story. Fun. It okay. is actually pretty funny. Bring it on. So, um, so, uh, the coach pulls me out and goes, man, your catcher is really good. I was like, yeah, I wish I could get him to to practice catching he goes what do you mean i said the kid he never the only time he gets behind the plate with gear on and catches for the most part is during a game he goes he doesn't practice on me i said no he goes he's unbelievable i said no he goes you should talk to his parents i said yeah i should oh wait it's my kid (laughs) he just fucking won't listen to me (laughs) that's awesome Seabag was a great catcher way to go Seabag. he was he was a fucking phenomenal catcher and he could so i'll tell you first time Oh, this is this happened uh, when he was about nine years old. The whole year, he is begging me. The whole year, he is begging me to bat lefty, and I'm like, "Would you just bat righty and focus on that?" Come on, Dad, can I bat lefty? Gets to the last game of the season. Last game of the season, mm-hmm. he's wearing me down all year. So, the game is almost over. We're getting our ass kicked. <laughs> ass is kicked, mm-hmm. and the umpire comes up to me and tells me, "Hey, coach." This last thing I said, hey, no problem. So my son's been bugging me all year to bat lefty. He's the first one up, so I'm just gonna let him bat lefty, and I don't care what happens after that. <laughs> I said, you can call the game when you need to call the game. He said, okay. So I can, I can. Seabag comes. He up. hit a dinger. Seabag comes up. First pitch, he takes it. Lefty, batting lefty, never batted lefty, right. and pr- never. Yeah. Second pitch, fucking 
creams the thing. He runs, flies around the bases. He's coming into third. Now, they can't hit it out of the park because it's there, oh, okay. yeah, right? they're right. young. There's, well, and I they, think they, a, lot they of, a lot of those times they don't even have a fence behind the field. No, they do. They had a fence. Okay. And he hit it to the fence. So there was no way they were. They had to run back there and then throw it in. They can't hit the cutoff, man. You know, there's a fucking retarded out there. And he is like coming to third. And it's going to be close to the plate, but I'm like, fuck it. And I send him because I was playing. I was the third base coach at the time. I just sent him and he scored pretty easily. And the umpire, <laughs> Charles, his name was. I never forget him. Umpire walks around to go around to dust off the, the plate after he crosses it. And he just looks at me and he gives me the old, how about that? <laughs> hey, you jackass. Yeah. yeah, I guess you should have let him do that all season. Yeah. <laughs> Way to hold him back, dickhead. <laughs> That's essentially the look he gave me. That's awesome. So my girls, they all wanted to bat left, right? Because... The moment they started watching like college level softball yeah. and and they learned about the slap, the slap right. is all done from the the left the left side, right? Yes. So they all want to try and hit left handed, try to slap the ball, and uh, you know do that where they start start running and, and it's so funny because you know that there's certain restrictions with the slap. You know they would try and run up the baseline and slap and it's like. You've got to stay in the box, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're going to do that, right. and we let them experiment a little bit. We did some practicing, but for the most part in the game, no, you weren't allowed to do that unless you could prove that you could stay in the box yeah. and actually slap the ball. It's a brilliant technique, right? Because a lot of times that slap, they drive the ball into the ground and it goes and up, up in the air, and it's like you can't catch it. You can catch it, but oh, you yeah, got to get can there. Catch it, but it's already hit the ground, so it's not. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. in play. So they've got to worry about how quickly they can transition from catch to throw and make it accurate. And at that age, they weren't doing it. So no. anybody that could slap they it early to the outfield home, <laughs> was freaking brutal. So um, my he was just uh, she was always had her head in the game. And like I said, I never had to worry about her. Uh, one time, I witnessed her score a home run on a walk. And it was because she was always very aggressive. She was not the. So fastest. she would fly to first on the walk. She would fly Did to first on it? a walk and then immediately turn and go, right? That's smart. And then um, they would they would uh, right. and then try and make the throw right. at second, miss the throw, go to the outfield. So now she's going to third, right? They try to get the ball and throw to third, miss the throw at third, and then she's you know making it to home. And I'm just like, oh my god. Do you even look at me as your third base no. coach? Because I was holding you up. And she's like, nope, I can no. make it. And she did. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Good job. Are you yelling at her as she's going around the bases? I, I told you to stop. Yeah. I, can I was make like, it. I can make holding it, my Dad. hands up. I told you to stop. You can't get back to third. No, I can make it. I'm and almost then, home. Dad, go back to third. No, I'm going to make it, Dad. Then when, if she ever did get held up at third. Moron. She, Moron coach. Coach M. No doubt. I mean, I'm well. Yeah. She coined that term. That's how she, they came up with it. M Dog. M Dog. M is for was, moron. Yeah, that was yeah. from my heat. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Just he do what you think that. is right. Moron coach. Yep. <laughs> so she would like. <laughs> so in softball, there's no leadoffs, right? Because there's. Right. You have one foot on back. What you have to because there there's no way for them to do a pickoff move. You know, once they start their wind up, they're going to the plate. They have to. They can't stop, and and try and and throw to third base. So. Uh, once the ball's released from the pitcher's hand, that's when they're allowed to to take a lead. And she would press that every time, especially when she was on third. And she, like I said, she was not the fastest runner. She was aggressive, but she was aggressive and yeah. she was smart. Aggressive wins and if the you're smart. Moment that they threw to third base, she'd go home. She'd go because they knew now they have to make a transfer. Now and, oh, and throw oh, home. Yeah. She's going. Oh, 
And now you got to throw it over her head. Yeah. And you've got to. Because the catcher's not going to come out to the side. Interference think was about called so many times yeah. because she was on her way and the catcher got in the way. Yeah. They're very specific. They're, the the uh, the rule with interference at home plate and soft, girls softball is not understood by a lot of the recreational right. refs. Like, there was a game where um, my daughter, Mahi, was playing catcher, right? Bases are loaded, right? It's it's And we're losing. It's probably the last inning. We're going to lose this game. Um, yeah, I never said it was a good coach. So <laughs> here's what happened, right? Here's what happened. And this really, really made me angry, right? So um, the batter hits the ball straight to the pitcher. Mahi mm-hmm. stands up, puts... Her right foot on home plate, steps into the field of play with her right, left foot, right. holds the ball, and they throw the ball to her. That batter or that runner at third is immediately out. Right. But for some reason, she felt compelled to tag the runner, so uh, she turns and tags. Doesn't right? matter. Sure, yeah. It doesn't matter. She was already out. Sure, yeah. They so called her. They called her for interference. No, sure, yeah. Didn't matter. My point is they didn't know the rule. They didn't know the rule. Is she it, was already that, out. There can't not, be interference that, that when the runner's already that, out. That's not softball. That's they baseball. Called, they that, called, that's a basic rule. They called the game. Bases loaded. Because that was No, bases loaded. As soon as she's on the plate, the runner's out. They called the game. That's they, that's they horrible called umpire. The runner's that's safe. not that's they, not that's that's a bad umpire call. Yes, absolutely. I was livid. I bet. I was livid. You didn't go back it's a force. Like, it's I, a force. As soon as she's as soon as she catches the ball, the runner's out. He already made the call, he's not listening to me. He's not listening to me. The runner was out before the yeah the tag before was, you before the tag was ever attempted. No, but as soon as she yeah. caught the ball, the runner's out. He wasn't listening to me. I was I was livid, dude. To this day, I still think about that play and I lose sleep over it. <laughs> oh, dude, you were, oh my god, you were my kindred spirit. Oh man. my god, so many colorful <laughs> words came out of my. I was like, you are inept. I was like, you don't know the fucking rules. How can you wear that blue shirt? You are. I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" This and guy's getting this guy's getting fifteen bucks I to do this game. <laughs> he's know. like, "I just want to go home." I if he I was just, listening, yeah. he's not listening. He's not but listening. if he ever listens, I apologize. You're still a dumbass. I because you don't know the fucking rule. The umpires loved me because I felt bad for them. Yeah, because they're getting yelled at. The, these guys are making fucking ten bucks. Listen, All the umpires love me. One they're time, like, I get it, dude. This is great. I totally one time, get it. everybody hates you. I get. Listen, it. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to shut this out for about forty minutes. One time we had it. We had an umpire minutes. that showed up to to umpire our game. He didn't have his face mask, right? So he would sit. He put his face down in there. Ooh. The pitch would come in. He pulled his face out. Yeah. And one time the Make batter the swung, Ooh. and he goes ball, and I was like. <laughs> Bro, she swung. And he turns to me and goes, I didn't see it. I was like, it's your fucking job to see it. <laughs> you were that coach. I'd like, yes. Well, you were that coach. At, at this point, I was a fan. I was like, how, oh. how can you not see a batter swing? He goes, well, I don't have a mask. I have to pull my face. I was like, get a fucking mask then. You, It's your job to watch the batter swing the well, bat. No, no. I, okay. If you And if you don't have a mask, then when you turn away, turn towards the batter so you can see what they do. Yeah. Go the other way. I was, I was like, how? Yeah. I didn't see it. <laughs> Dumbass. It's your job to see it. It's did, your did, job to did, see did, it. Did the, the, don't the, you didn't have two umpires? You no. didn't have a base umpire? No, dude, this is like a rec league. No, I know, but it was still, you had. we usually had two umpires. We usually one had, second we and, usually had or one two. at first, usually. It, during the tournament, we had three. But this was. Three? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. This was, yeah. Third base, first base, you know, and they rotate. Yeah. Depending on where the play was. Yeah. So. 
I loved coaching. <laughs> I did. Too. I miss it. I did too because. But I, I learned, could have been better. I learned to uh, overcome some really so adversity on the field, and it w- wasn't my girls usually that the adversity was coming from. Oh, it, here's another thing. No, we it was used usually to do. you. No. <laughs> Yeah, me dealing with shitty calls. M dog. And, and <laughs> moron know, dog. Seriously, people that were officiating the game that didn't know the rules. One time, I'm sitting in the in the fan or in the stands, right? My daughter's team is up to bat, right? And uh, or no, excuse me, the other team. My daughter's team is out in the field, right? And they have a batter up there, and uh, she's going through the process, right? She's got two strikes on her. She squares up to bunt and she bunts foul. And the the umpire says foul. And I said blue. That batter's out. Yeah, right. Third, it was third strike. Third strike. Yeah. Bunt foul on a third, third strike. Strikes out. Batter's out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're right. Batter's out. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hey, you know, way to know the rules. I'm like, everybody knows that rule. Why? That's a that's a universal rule. Every sport. The umpire didn't know the rule. <laughs> he forgot. He just lost count. Of I'm just he, really nice guy. Yeah. He's and if you're listening, like, hey, wait, wait to correct. He was just like, oh, God, fuck, I got this. Some of the bitch fans know more than me. What am I doing? I got yeah. this date. I don't really know this girl. She's uh, she seems nice, but did I? Did I check the air in my tires? Crazy back tattoo. I think I'm one of my tires. My she tires. puts her arms out. And she yeah. looks like a demon, but. She seems to be a freak in the bed. What? I, that's what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, what? Was that a bunt? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 foul ball. Foul ball. Foul ball. Hey. Hey, come. Hey, oh, it blew. That's your fucking third out. You don't know the rules. You don't know the rules, Jackass. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. She's out. Sorry. Oh, you're right. This chick might Thank kill you. me tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So we get our ass kicked one day in the game. Okay. We get a fucking ass ender. This team is running. He's running up the score. Nice. We weren't that good in this particular season. We weren't that good. And this team was really good. They took it really seriously. They didn't care about sportsmanship. They didn't care about citizenry. They just wanted to beat the shit out of everybody. Okay. That's one of the reasons I coached was so that my son wouldn't play for a coach like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think that really teaches you anything in life. Nope. And you're not going to play in the major leagues. So nope. I yep. want you to learn something. That's why I kept te- coaching. So this guy, he's pissing me off the whole time. So Seabag hit a home run off this this pitcher. Nice. He was the only one. He was like, they were beating us like 12 to 1, and the only one was Seabag's home run. Nice. He's the only one that got on base. He's the only one that did everything. Shout out to Seabag. Yeah. So Seabag uh, comes up. This is the end of the game. If you guys want to hear from Seabag, uh, check out our, what is it, Lost... Uh Something. He's doing actually well right now. I know he is. He's actually gone down to Austin. He's bully. Yeah, he's doing a. Uh, he's Good for him. For a uh, land of the lost. Is the land name of the lost. Name. Yeah, he's he's actually working for a company that does um, fire equipment. Nice. Yeah, he's doing. So um, bartended for a little bit, and then now he's he's uh, doing the. He deal. got this job. His his uncle uh, actually introduced him to this company, and um, I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be great for him. Good actually. for him. He, That's yeah, awesome. When I was down in Austin. He's living in Austin now. When I went down in Austin this week for work, he actually surprised me and came by the event we were doing. Nice. It was really cool, yeah. Dude, um, congrats. Hey, Seabag, way to go, buddy. No, he's doing a great job. Glad to hear it. Proud of him. So, um, so he had a home run. So he comes up again. and they So they're beating us 12 to 1. This is the last inning. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that's gotten on base. This douchebag intentionally walks him. I love that. That's beautiful. That he intentionally walked him? Yeah. I was pissed. 
I was fucking, I was like, really, dude, you're beating us 12 to 1. You're going to intentionally walk the only kid that got a hit off you. You're a douche. <laughs> this is Little League. I really? Know. Intentionally walk in a Little League? Dude, in Little me, League? Yes. You can intentionally walk? Oh, it is so competitive. And so, when you watch the I'm Little let League. Me talk, let me finish my story. Okay. You can you can interrupt me again, but I'm not going to let I'm going to finish the story because I fucking hate this guy. Episode so, the game's it. over. Like so, he intentionally walks as I'm, I'm like, really? We're going to intentionally. I'm the yelling this from third base. You're going to intentionally walk in Little League when you're winning 12 to 1. One guy. There's two outs. You can intentionally walk. Nobody you're not on. Give the kid, nobody on. Yeah. You're not going to give the kid a chance to fucking hit. Really? In Little League? You're a douche. That's what I'm Did thinking. you say that? No. You're, that's what I'm thinking. However. Did you say something? Game's over. We're doing the handshakes. Coaches are at the end of the line. I walk oh, through. Oh, here we go. I go. I, I just whispered it. I'm like, way to run up the score, douchebag, and you don't pitch to somebody in Little League. You're a dick. And I just, That's it. That's yeah. all I said to him. And he went off. He starts yelling at me. I'm going, oh, you're a dick. He's yelling at the top of his lungs. I so now that. there's a there's a confrontation. Yeah. We're on the mound. Yeah. It's at the end of the game. Yeah. And they see, like, and the guy could just keeps ha- yelling, and I'm just So whispering. for those of you hang who on, can't see us right now, I've got the biggest smile yeah, on you know. my face. So he's, that's awesome. he's screaming at me. He's fucking, oh, man, why don't you coach better? I'm like, well, you guys should be better. I'm like, it's fucking Little League, dude. Maybe you need to teach them some sportsmanship. You certainly don't have any. Maybe you should bring in a coach that knows sports. I'm like whispering. He's like, fuck you. He's like looking like a lunatic. And so much so that my assistant coach, who's actually a Frisco PD, (laughs) my my assistant coach grabs this guy because this guy's coming at me and I'm just sitting there whispering at him. And all all, all the parents in the stands, all they see is this guy acting like a lunatic and I just keep whispering. Yeah. Well, you, you seem you're, you're a great coach. Look at how well your team did against this shitty team. Well, how's your sportsmanship going? I'm like saying all kinds of shit to him, and he's like, "Hey, fuck you!" He looked like the biggest asshole. My kids are in the dugout, like grabbing their bats. They think there's going to be a brawl. Nice. <laughs> and I'm going. I'm just like waving. I'm like, it's okay. Settle down. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Settle down, kids. I'm just like, you're a douche. And I used to see that guy every year, and he was always a douche. I fucking I see him that guy in Walmart sometimes. I'm like, you're a douche. Let me tell you about. Some of the shit that goes on in Little League Baseball in this area. And you probably know this. It's bad. So, there used to be, like, a... Uh, so, to make make things, uh, the playing field level, they actually had a draft. In... in uh, draft? Yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I this, believe it. They may not do this anymore because I think it, it probably just got out of hand. Right. What was that? Oh, yeah. Number five. Go for it, lovey. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll you know what? I'll go need on this I'm going to have you take that bottle home. I want you no. to have it. Yeah. I, won't do I it. want you to have it. I want to do it. Too. So it's what was it? Two thirds of a bottle? All right, a no. third of a bottle. I want to do it. It's yours. I'll get, I'll, I will get some. That's really good. I like that. Well, have... let me see. Let me see what, let me see what it looks like now. Yeah. Well, go ahead. I, I want to hear. You want to do it now? Live? Yeah, do it. Oh, you were making a point. I was going to let you go. I, well, unlike I was going to tell a I little story. Interrupt. So my, uh, yeah, you do. I don't interrupt. Episodes dropping. Microphone popping. Pop. Jackie says I interrupt, but I ain't stopping. All right, I'm out. All right. Uh, <laughs> Third episode. Yeah. You know what, you guys? Listen, you guys are getting like the primo material today. 
It's a Saturday morning. I got some college football coming okay. up. Okay, you know forward. what? This is better with ice. Florida plays Tennessee today. This is better with ice. This is a big day for yeah, me. Yeah, go, go Gators. Is, let me tell you, this is a big ice. game for the Gators. I mean, we need why? we need to win this game. Let me tell you why. Because, tell me why. Uh, tell me why. Ain't nothing but... Uh, I never... I, for a million dollars, I couldn't give you a second line of that song. I, know, I can't either. <laughs> million dollars. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Something about a thing, baby. Tell me, tell me why. Um, so, you yeah. like my highlights. So, this is the second year, Billy Napier, University of Florida. Yeah. He has not won a game against any of our primary rivals. SEC rivals? In, no, not just SEC. Any, like Florida State, too. He lost last year to Florida State. Mm. So, this, this, if he loses today. Against Tennessee. I think you should, you're calling to, for his head. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm much more level-headed than than, oh, than are a you? bunch. Yes. Listen. Listen. How, how long should you give a coach before you should win? Um, I believe so. We're so Florida in general. Last, uh, I'd like you to say Florida and Admiral, if you don't mind. Having been uh, Florida, in the Navy, Florida and Admiral. Yes. Uh, must champ. Uh, um. McTooth, oh, I forget McTooth. his name. Uh, McElwain, Spurrier, Mullen, three M names. Yeah, all failed. M dogs, all, all stayed less less than three years. No, maybe uh, Mullen was uh, what 2018, 2019. Their own uh, actually was Mullen, it their own choice or they were fired? They were fired. Okay, Mullen got more than three years, but so that's nine years of bad coaching. You need to coaching. give a coach four years. No, unless like with Mullen, I feel like it was clear he he quit. He quit on the team, quit on the organization. There's a reason why nobody's picking him up. It was clear that fucker quit. And so I don't believe he – you can't do that. You cannot do that. Listen, if you don't have the players, that's one thing. You don't quit. And it was clear he quit. Why was it clear? What did he do that indicated he quit? Because nobody's following Florida the way you are. So I point, you need some explanations. I point to – the the game Florida against Oklahoma. What year? Uh, with the bowl game in twenty after twenty twenty. What was the final score? Uh, God, I don't know. Who was the halftime show? I can't remember. I've, what I've, stadium was it in? I have no idea. What uniform were they wearing? Uh, a Gator uniform. Okay, so who cares? The point is that team quit, <laughs> and so they just gave the, up. So did the coach, and it was clear. He told the team at halftime, "We're not trying to win this game." Why? Excuse me. Why weren't they trying to win it? What are they trying to do? Because he's a fucking quitter. They were trying to perform. What were they trying to do? Entertain? What they, like we're, no, we're not they trying to win this game. weren't trying to entertain. What? He told the team, "Hey, don't we're worry about try- it. We're not trying to win this we're game. We're not trying to win this game." What were we trying to do? Why'd you go play it if you're not trying to win it? That's my point. I'm asking a question. What was his explanation? I don't know that he had an explanation other huh. than you know, well, you know, we we had a bunch of players that were you know opting out when we did. It was probably 20 to oh, 30 players. Oh, be, because they, they wanted to get drafted and yeah. they want to get hurt in the bowl game. I don't fucking care, dude. You try and win a game. You don't quit. He told no, the players at no, halftime, no, we're, gonna no question. Su- we're subbing everybody out. We're not trying to win this game. Bull fucking so shit. That is, uh, let me ask you a question. Because that happens a lot every... As a coach, would you ever do that? No. No. I would never still, say we're not trying to win. You still try and get the rep. Hey, we're going to try and get everybody, you know, if you want to get a hit... Try and get ahead, please. You know, absolutely. You don't, you don't say, "Hey, just stand up there and take." Well, listen, take look, pitches. look. We were losing twelve to one. It was the last inning. There's no way we'd come back. We couldn't hit this pitcher. But I want to try and win. That's just right. why I want you to give Seabag a shot at hit, getting the rally started. You still tell them to hit, hit for the fences. Right. Go for it. You right. Know? Yeah. 
So uh, no, I wanted to. Yeah. And ma- maybe maybe I was in the wrong for giving this coach shit for walking our best hitter because he's trying to win. So, so maybe I'm giving him shit. Although it is little league, not a fucking college bowl game. Douchebag. I say. Douchebag. Yeah. Douchebag. Fucking dude. Dan Mullen guy. is a douchebag. I, I wish I knew his name. I'd fucking dox him right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. I hate that guy. So. I met somebody who liked that guy. He was like, oh yeah, I met him. He's a nice guy. No, he's a fucking douchebag. I've seen him reveal his character. Yeah. Characters. And you you find not character his, building. Character yeah. was revealed. 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 Re- and then reveled. Sports reveals your character. Dan Mel- Dan Mullen was found to be lacking. Yes, in yeah. character. He gave up. I feel like uh, Billy, Billy Napier, who is the Florida head coach right now, he is steeped in character. Not you to know, be confused with Jack Napier, who is the Joker. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, nice. But maybe he wasn't Joker, was he? But I will tell you this. there. So mm. it seems to me like Billy Napier does a good job of evaluating. No relation to Jack. Wh- where he is, like he'll make changes, but he's not going to make changes in the middle of the season, right? So if he finds Why out. Why not? Because. Why don't we do that? Because I think. Seasons, you scared? No. I, be- in, I believe in college football, seasons are won and lost in the offseason. Depending on the the amount of work your your people are putting in, the amount of uh, quality offense you're putting in, you're not changing the offense in the middle of the season. I mean, you may try, but you change players. Here's something I want to talk about. Okay, go. The college game has changed based on the new clock rules. We are not right, going to see right, the drama hey. at the end of the okay, season. This, that we, that, that's a whole I know. topic. Let's, that I don't let's know bring if, this back. Let's bring this back because I don't, yeah. I. Don't, I I think we should preface a football episode. We have a lot of people that probably aren't interested. And in before football. we talk about this, I, and by a lot I mean like two. Before we talk about this, I want a season's worth of evidence. But what I'm going to tell you is, you're not going to see the amazing comeback anymore this year. This because, because of the new clock, clock rules. rules. The, pe- the t- people that are going to win games are the ones that are very aggressive at the beginning, build up a lead. And then hold on. All right, now you're going to have to explain that because I don't know what rules have changed. So they've changed the rule and it's similar to pro where in college it used to be you get a first down, clock stops. Right. Not anymore. It's going to keep going. It continues. The clock continues to run. But you have great comebacks in the NFL. But you're talking about a different level of play. I agree. You know, you're talking about a different level of play. That's not going to happen. So far, it's not happening. Tell me, tell me, uh, we're in week three. I know, I know. I, I know. I'm barely watching. I know. I'm not the connoisseur <laughs> that you are. Don't ask me to tell you something. I don't. You, believe- give me, give me a game. And come on, college football this year. Give me some packs. Didn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I like watch three games. That's why I'm saying I want a year. I want twice. a year of data because when you lo- know very little about a situation, the first data you get <laughs> will tell you something. I wish this was the same episode because I could have given you credit for the, the comeback, but it was like the no. two episodes ago when you See, said that. Listen, that's why we need listeners who are with dedicated. us. Dedicated? I think our listeners are pretty dedicated. They How are dare dedicated. you disparage them? I'm not. It sounds like you are. No, I'm not. That's why I'm appreciating the, the listeners we have. They're amazing. All of, both of you. All of them. <laughs> yes. Thank we you. need some science fiction stuff. Who's our science fiction expert? Listen, James, right? Is James you. our science fiction expert? Did I tell you that Casper is going to recruit friends to listen to the podcast? Okay, could you give me the time of this broadcast right now? Uh, right now we're at 55 minutes. So, um, 
The reason that's important is that uh, I think we're going to start a little competition. Casper is starting to, uh, to bring in new listeners. What are the rest of you doing? Come on. Spread the word. Send us some feedback. Let's communicate. Let's start. Listen, the idea behind this podcast is to start a global movement. <laughs> a global movement. That's right. At first, it was just a movement. Now, now it's, a, it's global, a global movement? Global. I don't know if we're international yet. Not yet. Wait, who is our furthest? I want to know who our furthest listener is. Uh, California? Shit. I don't think so. We got some listeners in Florida. Do we? Yeah. Okay, that's probably our furthest listener. No, no, no. Lori, where's Lori at? Maryland. Okay. Oh, yeah, Maryland. Yeah. That's, that's good. northeast. That's good distance. Mid-Atlantic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Lori. And and thank you all you Florida <laughs> listeners. Uh, love and you, Casper. Casper giving us feedback, I think critical Cas- feedback. I think Casper might be local from just uh, the couple of tidbits that I. Oh really? That I don't got don't investigate from, our from listeners. Yeah. They want to stay anonymous. I'm, let them stay anonymous. I'm all with that. I'm just I'm just I'm getting just an idea. If you are limited, if you are if you are a listener, I recommend you stay anonymous. <laughs> It's true. You don't want to be associated with this shit. But you could pass our information on to others. We wouldn't. Uh, we wouldn't stop you from doing that. So, um, Casper, thanks for passing it on to other people. And uh, for those of you that listen pass that haven't on. done so, if you think it's worth it, don't don't jeopardize a friendship over this nonsense. Bullshit. Even if you don't think it's worth it, tell other people. <laughs> To listen. What the hell? Let the, don't be the judge for Do them. Let favor. them figure it out themselves. Yeah, they might like us. Yeah, even if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they like idiocy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember, Jackie's coin phrase is dumb but entertaining. <laughs> and uh, My coin phrase? Yeah. I, I just, no, I that's just not declared. my coin phrase. It is now. That's how you describe me. No, I just... Dumb uh, but entertaining is how yeah. you describe me. Welcome, Jackie. Dumb but entertaining. Right. That's hey. how you say it. I'm Jackass. Dumb but entertaining. Yeah, that'll be my you new opening. That's how you need to. Say. I know. I'm dumb but entertaining. Okay, fantastic. All right. Welcome. All right. Uh, Live your hey, life. And let you. me tell you something. If you have an opportunity to coach kids or even teach kids anything, embrace that for what it is. It, you you are you are a time machine. You are you are imparting words of wisdom. Yeah, you're parting lessons. I agree. On, onto a, a individual who may or may not listen to it, whether or not you believe it or yeah. not, you, you have, have you have you have an impact. You have the ability to impact lives, and you have experience that can be invaluable. So spread it around, you know. And it doesn't have to be coaching; it can be anything. You know what? Lend your talents to where you can, and uh, be a good human. And did you uh, you say your piece? Live your life. But let everybody else live theirs. Love you guys. Thank you. Peace. See you. You've been listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. Tune in next time to hear the boys talk shit about some stuff. Talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs>